Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy, and today we have Michelle and Karen. They are the co-founders and content creators of Layers of Learning, a homeschool curriculum designed to let you all, and I said that all of you, learn together, all ages, all at once. They teach how to read real books, do hands-on projects, how to watch videos and have a family discussion. They love having glorious fun exploring the world together with their families. These ladies got started in a rather humorous and enduring way. At a family reunion, they were complaining about how they could not find a perfect curriculum. See, they wanted something that would bring their kids from first grade clear through 12th grade together in a unified way. Yeah, they actually went for it. Karen wanted lots of hands-on crafts, games, and field trips. Michelle, she wanted printables, discussions, historical maps. Karen wanted a complete idea and resource book organized by units so she could plan her whole year in advance down to the supplies. Michelle, she wanted something that was grab and go for the days. And one day, their mom said, girls, why don't you just create it? So Karen looked at Michelle doubtfully. Michelle looked at Karen with a bit of trepidation. And then they said, yeah, we can totally do that. In this episode, we talk about how homeschool gives parents and teachers or the mentor the ability to decide what activities or topics to do, how fast to go, how much reading to assign, and so on. And how homeschooling is extremely flexible. We talk about how families with many different abilities of children can adapt the program for their needs and for each child and how learning should be engaging and fun so that kids actually want to do it go grab your coffee go grab your tea and a pen and paper because you're really not going to want to miss what these ladies have to say let's get into the podcast Ladies, sisters, say hello to our guests and tell us what is something you think most people just don't know about homeschooling? Thank you, Bex. We're so excited to be here. You know, people have misconceptions about homeschooling all the time. And I think they believe that there's a specific mold of person that is a homeschooler. And actually, there are homeschoolers from every belief system, every place in the world, such a diverse group. And I think we're just a lot more inclusive than a lot of people believe. Yeah, I think another thing that people think is that they have to be super smart or have credentials to homeschool. And the truth is there are so many resources that people can use that will help them to teach their kids so they don't have to be smart. They just have to guide them. Well, and don't you think the best part is that you get to learn with your kids? Yeah. So we are all learning together as homeschoolers, and that's kind of the most awesome part of it. I agree. You know, I've actually taught subjects that I did not know. Like this last couple of years, I've always taught chemistry and biology, foreign language. And then they were like, hey, do you want to teach physics? I'm like, after 21 years of teaching, sure. Why not? Let's just go for physics. (laughs) It's like, okay. And I did. I started teaching physics and I started learning physics along with my students because why not? Right. And I told them, I was like, Hey guys, I don't even know a lot about physics. I was like, I, 
it's been 20 years since I've studied physics. So we're going to be learning this together. I was like, and they were like, cool, no problem. So it was really, it was really awesome. So I, I totally agree with you. You don't have to know everything, but I think one thing that is really important is having a, a, a teachable spirit and just wanting to be a learner, right? And is that what homeschool is all about? Learning and becoming a lifelong learner and how best to do it, but to be an example. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. And that is actually one of our focuses in layers of learning. We want kids and parents to be learning together. That is how we wrote the curriculum to, for it to be a family endeavor, not just, hey, kid, go off and read this book and answer the test questions. That's not our style. That's not our philosophy. We believe in learning together, being hands-on together, discussing things together. So it's okay if the mom or the dad or whoever is teaching doesn't already know the information, they can learn it at the same time. Well, and I really love that when I'm learning with my kids, I'm telling them, I expect you to be a lifelong learner. This is fun. This is awesome. I love admitting that I don't know things to my kids because then they're getting the fact that we're going to learn for the rest of our lives. We get to keep on growing. That's the best part about it. I don't know if I'm going to get this wrong, but I'm going to try and guess which one of you was the one who wanted to be prepared all year and which one of you wanted to go day by day. I'm going to say, okay, so wait, which one is Karen? Hold on. Karen, I feel like you're the one who wanted to go day by day. And I think Michelle wanted to know the whole entire year in advance. Am I right? Uh. Opposite. I'm I'm this I am this stupid planner. Dang it! <laughs> Michelle can fly by the seat of her pants and always just she's just ready for anything. And I am like a make a list, check it off, super planner. <laughs> That's awesome! Oh my gosh! Wow, I got it so wrong. It's all good. <laughs> I'll we're so myself. much alike in so many things that most people just go the sisters. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. So tell me about it. So when I was reading your story, I really loved it. And I really want the unabridged version. Like, tell me like how you started this, you know, where it started, how your mom got involved in it and where it is now. Well, Michelle, you have to start because you were the first homeschooler. Yeah, I, I started homeschooling my oldest son. He was actually enrolled in kindergarten. And he had trouble. He had struggles with his teacher and different things happened. And I decided to pull him out and I started homeschooling. And then a couple of years later, Karen's kids are just a little younger than mine. So she started homeschooling from the beginning because they were in a school district that wasn't all that great. And after we'd both been homeschooling for a few years, we were like, hey, I wish that we could find a curriculum that did this or did that or had this. And nothing was quite perfect. And we were complaining about it one time at a family reunion. And so our mom was sitting there listening to us and she was like, just go write one. <laughs> and we were like, um, that's intimidating. <laughs> we started by just blogging about what we were doing. And we started constantly sharing ideas with each other and then sharing ideas with other families. And little by little, it grew and grew and grew. And people became so much more interested than we ever imagined that all of this just sprouted into an entire curriculum. Yeah, I think there's a lot of parents out there who want to do this and they're just like, I don't even know where to start. And 
you know, the fact that you ladies started just so very organically, just like, I'm just going to write down what I did today. <laughs> you know, it almost probably made everybody feel like, oh, okay, cool. You know, she's going through the same thing I am or, oh, okay. I made that same mistake or, oh, wow. That's an interesting, you know, and it kept, and it continued on from there. Cause you ladies have a podcast too, right? We do. We often answer questions that people are asking us just at that time. You know, we, we just start talking about homeschooling and sharing about our own experiences and it's helped us really connect with other homeschoolers. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. At, at this point, we've both been homeschooling for a long time. So now <laughs> we have a lot of experience. You know, we've been doing this since the early 2000s. I think I it was 2002 when I started. That's a long time ago now. 20 <laughs> years, folks. <laughs> and honestly, if if people could see you, they would not think. Honestly, they'd be like, what did you start when you were 12? Like, <laughs> really? Okay. Close, not quite. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but but we still remember what it was like when we started, you know, and we hear we hear young moms asking all the questions that we had and going through all the things that we went through. And all the doubts. Yeah. And, and wanting all the things from a curriculum that we wanted too. You know, they've got multiple kids. They need to figure out how to teach, you know, someone who's not reading and someone who's struggling with calculus at the same time. And we've been through that. So we hopefully are able to help them not only with, you know, how do you do this day by day? Like what's, what are the logistics of this? But also here's a curriculum that is written for you, for your situation. So hopefully that is what we have done. We, we feel like it works for us. And we've had so many people say how great the family style learning is for them. Our early curriculum for us, it feels like a scrapbook of our homeschools. We're basically saying, this is what we did. This is what worked. And sometimes Michelle and I will kind of look at each other and say, well, that one didn't work. Cut it out. You know, <laughs> and so little by little, it has been really organic. Things that we've loved, we put into this. Projects that we go, wow, other families will love this. We've incorporated it. And so it's just grown from what we have loved doing with our families. And you guys can teach a whole family you from six to 18 years old, you can literally be there together and be learning the same thing, like teaching them together holistically. Yeah. And we especially do that with wow. history, geography, science, and art. Those are, those are kind of our specialties, but then we've learned how to do it with writing. You can do that with writing too. Math. We still have our kids do individually Yeah, because that's more, I don't know, levels, levels. Yeah. but for most of the subjects, yeah, we're sitting there together all day long, learning together. There's no reason why kids can't learn about ancient Egypt when they're six. And also when they're 16, you know, in the same room, they don't all do every activity exactly the same, but right. there are a lot of things that we do as a family. And then in addition, we have some, Hey, here's some extra things to have your high schoolers do. Hey, here's something busy for the little ones, you know, and so everyone's learning the same topics and interacting and talking together and it just works. Wow. That that's some serious dynamics going on there. And that definitely had to take a lot of trial and error, like just getting it right. Because I, I, I've been a teacher for a long time and I'm, and I'm like, I feel a little anxious just thinking about like, Oh, how would, I, how would I do that? Like my body almost hurts just thinking about it. I would most definitely be like, I'm just going to buy your curriculum and I'm going to follow along. I don't want to think about this. 
because that could be challenging. But, you know, after 20 years, you know, if you've done it over and over again, yeah, yeah, you guys have the, you know, the, 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 the reps in there to help, especially moms who are new in this. And there's a, there's a lot. I mean, I think in um, Los Angeles, like 50,000, you know, students didn't return back to the L.A. district, L.A. school district. That's huge. You know, and that's just one little district in California. There's like a lot of parents who are not returning their kids back. And they do have lots of kids in different levels. I mean, something like this is not just, I mean, important, but it's so valuable. And then the then the relationships they're building while they're doing that, like, whoa, you know what I mean? Like you can even take it to another level where it's like maybe the older ones would be presenting to the younger ones and the younger ones are presenting to the older ones. And now you have like this really just cohesive learning and mentors and, you know, and just teaching the younger ones. I, I love what you're doing. I love what you're doing. You're just building like a home style family that maybe some parents didn't even know that they could, they could actually have. Yeah, that actually... I think that was an unintended consequence. So we didn't realize how much the family style homeschooling was going to create family bonds mm -hmm. before we started doing this. But now we're kind of on the back end of that. You know, our kids are, we still have a couple at home, but a couple have gone, have moved on, you know, they're in their adult lives and we've seen how close our kids are and we can compare that to other families and other things that we've seen. And we realize that this is a real blessing that we didn't expect, but that is definitely a consequence of homeschooling in general, but also the family style schooling where you're, you're not sending them up to their own desks, even in the same room, they are really sitting around one table together and talking with each other and respecting each other's ideas. And you know, you're teaching this actively without even meaning to, as you are families homeschooling together. And you end up having amazing memories of the things that you did together. I mean, it's silly, but my kids will still talk about mummifying a hot dog because <laughs> we did that when we learned about ancient Egypt and mummies. And, you know, it's just those fun projects that you did together, they become core family memories in the same way that, you know, family vacations do or anything like that. And so when you're really learning together day by day and you're doing it family style together, there are amazing things that happen beyond just the subject matter that you learned. That's so true. You know, I, as you were talking and you were saying memories, um, I did go to public school and so my brother, but the times that we remember with our family were the times that we went to the beach together. We, in, um, in New York, there's this uh, beach called Reese Park where half the park is half the beach is a park where there's grass and you can play frisbee and you sit under these trees and you have a picnic and then you can go to the beach walk down and go to the beach and those me and my brother we would look forward to all the time because that was a time that we get a chance to spend with mom and dad you know and just just be together and and do fun things and um, and the reason why my husband and I are even in California was because of a family trip him and his parents took um, to San Diego once. They used to live in um, uh, Digman's Ferry in, in Pennsylvania, and they went in the wintertime, and they left snow. They left <laughs> all of the weather, right? And they come to San Diego, and they're like, what is this? Like, what is this magic? of sun and you know no snow and 70 degrees what you know 
And um, he was like, I am going back. And when we got together, he's like, well, <laughs> I'm going to California. You're going to come with me. I'm like, California? No. <laughs> like, I'm a New York girl. We don't go. Yeah. We don't go to the West. You know? And then <laughs> I went West and I was like, they left. I was, like, I was so mad. I was like, I missed it all this all this my life. So yeah, it, it's, you know, making those memories and just spending time with your family. Honestly, at the end of the day, my mom just passed away last month, right? And just sitting at her hospital bed and 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 just watching her little by little. I just all I all I thought, all I thought was I didn't make enough memories. That was the only thing. The only thing I thought every single day until the day she passed was I didn't make enough memories. And just, you know, being part of this community, the homeschool community and and, and the role that I, I can play in helping, you know, families learn more about the resources that are out there. It gives me pleasure to know that people like you ladies and, and so many others are doing things to build that time into you know people's lives it's like when you're on the other side of losing someone who you love very much the only thing you think of is darn I didn't make enough memories I just didn't make enough memories and it, it is it's slightly painful but it brings me joy knowing that I can interview women like you and other people who are so passionate about this and you guys are creating those times for other people. So I just think it's really, really awesome. One of our goals is always, you know, we went through tough years of homeschooling. We went through the times with our babies and toddlers and teaching kids to read and all of that. And we know the stress of, you know, it's, it sounds wonderful when you say, oh, you're going to be together as a family 24 <laughs> seven, but then <laughs> it happens and you go, I never get a break. This is really hard. And you want those times to be happy memories, not stressful, awful memories. Yeah. And so one of our big goals has always been, Hey, let's give these moms enough resources that they can be happy, that they can be less stressed, that they can have some of it ready for them so that it's not hard every day. And because I think that's when the magic happens, when moms feel happy about homeschooling, then the kids are happy, then everyone's learning and you have this, it really does create this magical homeschool instead of, oh no, what are we going to do tomorrow? And, and the constant stress and just being together isn't going to do anything. It's being together happily, learning happily. And so we have <laughs> enough resources that that can happen. That's awesome. So can you guys walk me through one of your lessons? Like what it will look like? Like what is one of your lessons? Um, I don't know. Pick the mummification one with the hot dog mummifying. <laughs> it's like, I, I got to know now. I have to know yeah, about that one. That's a good one. Okay. So that one is in an ancient Egypt unit. And the way that all of our units are set up is that there's a library list at the beginning. And it's a big list of books that parents or mentors can choose from. It's not a list of you must read this. So we like having flexibility built in so that people can pick and choose. And that's the way all of the all of our curriculum is written. So they will choose a book about ancient Egypt and read it together on the couch, snuggled up, you know. And then you have this mummification activity. You take a hot dog and you put it in into um, 
baking soda. Ba into baking soda. Yeah. I was like, it's nitre. No, it, that's what they actually used. <laughs> it's baking soda. <laughs> and you put it in on the counter and, and then you have to change the baking soda out every couple of days. And then after a few days, after a week, it's mummified exactly the way that a body was mummified in ancient Egypt. And it's, it's fun to look at. It's fun to draw pictures of the before and after. And then kids can make a little entry in their book of years, which is a student journal that goes with the program. And they can make an entry that has the hot dog and talks about mummification because they've just learned about it. And they didn't just read it. They did it. You know, they got to actually do it. So, so they read, then they do the hands-on project, yeah. and then they, in some way, show what they learned. And That's so, so cool. You know, it's a really simple process but it's really memorable. I mean, they'll always remember measuring how big was the hot dog before I mummified it. And then they watch it actually shrink just the way that a mummy did. And you can see it get smaller because it's losing the, the fluids, you know, from within. And so they're learning about this process. And I mean, we named our Sparrow Frank because it was a hot dog. So, you know, you go through the process and have these incredible memories. And then I love that our student journals have become very much scrapbooks of what we've learned. It's so fun to watch my kids' handwriting change, to watch their little pictures that they've made over the years about all the things we're learning about. I'm just, my wheels are turning because I'm like, can I do that in my classes? I teach, <laughs> I'm literally like, I teach biology. <laughs> like I can <laughs> somehow bring it in. <laughs> like, can I do it? I don't know. I'm going to try. <laughs> I teach health too. So I don't know, maybe I could be like, death and like, I try to, I try to make things fun. So that's awesome. Well, you know, you mentioned the, the mentor, um, and I know I read that on your thing. Can you talk to us a little bit about what the, what the mentors are? Cause I, I did read that in your, um, your website and how they help along, um, yeah, whoever wants to go first. <laughs> okay, so, so a mentor, a mentor is the word we use. It's the, it's usually a mom or a dad who is Got homeschooling, it. but sometimes it's a grandparent or a neighbor or a co-op class teacher. So we, the word mentor is just kind of a generic, anyone who's teaching the child, right? So the mentor is the one that makes decisions about you know, which books are we going to read or which activities are we going to do? Because like I said, it's a pick and choose. So you get to decide between different things and the mentor can direct all of that. The mentor is also making sure that the kids have help. Like the little ones need help actually writing, you know? So the mentor is there to do that. And the mentor is there to ask questions, discussion questions. And those are built into the program too. We have them all on the sidebars. And the mentor is there to help the child know, okay, this is the next step. And can you do this? But the mentor, as the kids get older, steps back more and more and lets the kids do more and more. So we also like that word because it has the connotation of a guide rather than an instructor, you know, and that's kind of what we want is that the, the parent or the, the homeschool teacher is guiding them through the learning process rather than instilling knowledge in them. They're just helping them learn and they're learning together. We love that the mentor really learns probably as much as the kids in a lot of cases as they use layers of learning. Often people start out and go, I don't know much about this topic. I don't know if I can teach it, but they don't have to teach it because they're just providing the resources that are already in there. They're saying, oh, here's a book list. I'm going to check out that book from the library. Oh, here's a list of ideas for projects. We're going to do that one. The mentor's job is to make sure the materials are there, not to make sure that they know every single fact about it. 
they're learning with their kids. I love that. You know, and I like the fact that you use a different word mentor, because like you said, a uh, mentor has a different connotation. And when you say it enough, you start realizing the role of the mentor, right? Like you, you really, it separates you from mom, I'm the mom right now, because when you say mom, mom has a whole different role and connotation. You know what I mean? When, when mom's in the, when mom's in there, it's like, uh Oh, you know, it's like mom came in, but, um, the mentor, it's like, it also, I, I personally feel, cause I'm, I'm huge when it comes down to words and like how you say things. I feel like even for a parent, when, when I call myself the mentor, I almost like relieve myself of certain duties and I'm allowing myself to, like you said, like be able to be with the child and be with my, the student and be able to learn with them. Cause I know I've mentored, you know, young girls and I don't know everything, but I, I do have to learn things to be able to help them along. Like they can bring me something. I'd be like, Oh, you know what? Why don't, why don't we look that up together? So it does bring a different connotation, a different paradigm. It's like a paradigm shift. That's so cool. That's so cool. Awesome. So as we're wrapping up, what's the call to action? Where can they find your resources? Where can they connect with you ladies? Because you guys are fun. <laughs> Where can they connect with you guys? <laughs> so our, our website is layers-learning-sorry. <laughs> I just did that wrong. Our, our <laughs> website is layers-of-learning.com. Yeah. And if you just search for layers of learning online, we'll pop right up. We also have a podcast and we have a Facebook group and an Instagram page. So any of those places are good spots to find us. And, and you can search for layers of learning on any of those and just yeah. find it. They have different, you know, specific usernames, but you'll find it right off. Yeah. So do your podcast line up also with some of your lessons? Like would they, would somebody be able to like actually find a little bit of information of a lesson on one of your podcasts? We talk about some specific lessons as examples, but really it's more of our philosophy that Got it. on our podcast. So you'll hear a lot about family style schooling. You'll hear about how to handle uh, when your kids have behavior issues in your homeschool. A lot of tips for having homeschool happen happily instead of stressfully. So it, it's basically a compilation of our many, many years of homeschooling and just tips that we offer, but also a lot of information about the specific curriculum um, and how it works and what it looks like in a home. So it's everything. Got it. That's awesome. So great. So what is one huge takeaway that you would like to leave parents as we wrap up the, this episode? I would say that if you are thinking that you need a change either in your homeschool that you're currently doing or your kids are maybe coming out of school, out of um, public school and going into, you're thinking of homeschooling them. If you're thinking of a change, you should really consider family style schooling because it is so much easier logistically to handle when you're doing lessons all together and it builds those family relationships and it's fun. I think it's much, much easier for the mom, which is actually why we started doing it this way because I have six kids, Karen has four. That's a lot of kids. And it's hard to do individual lessons with that many people on individual levels, all different topics, all different things. So we combined it. It's just easier to do it in family style schooling and it's happier. It's really what changed our homeschools from being stressful and hard to being everything we wanted. 
in our families, in our homeschools. All of a sudden we went, wow, this is fun. We're having fun with our kids. Everyone's remembering what we're learning because we're having a good time and doing it all together instead of everybody off on their own, having to check off boxes and do assignments. This ended up being everything that we ever hoped for in homeschool. And we have loved sharing it with people. It's been so rewarding. That's awesome. 10 children all together. Wow. <laughs> you guys have your there's, own like micro school. Like you legitimately have a school. <laughs> there's some gray hairs on our head. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh my, it was been, it's been awesome having you ladies on the podcast and just talking with you and getting to know you. You guys are a hoot. I can see why your kids learn. They probably have the best time with you guys. <laughs> a lot, yeah. a lot of fun. Thank you so much for coming on today and just sharing all of your wisdom, all of your knowledge. And I, I just encourage parents, you know, really look them up because they have, they're, they're personable. They have a lot of wisdom. They have a lot of uh, just experience. This is probably where you would really want to kind of like hone in just to, at least to start off and, and learn what this is all about family styled um, learning and, and homeschooling. I love it. Thank you, Bex. It's so much fun being here and talking with you. Okay. If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage podcast, follow or subscribe our podcast to stay in the loop and never miss this amazing content. And please highly consider taking a minute to leave a positive rating and review to help others like you discover this show. See you next time.